Welcome to Music Therapy, the podcast where we talk about music and how it helps our mental health. Welcome to this episode. Hello. We're back. The squad's back and we can't function. We've been laughing for like the last half an hour. We're on a caffeine high, I think. Percy! <laughs> <laughs> We're so high. Oh, dear. We've right. got loads of stuff to talk about this week, but we don't really know where to start. We don't know where to start, so we're going to go... Straight go with the flow. <laughs> We're going to go with the flow, and like we always do, really, and it's somehow it works. So, yeah. I mean, let's do it. I'm drinking Dot's Pepper currently. Um, there is currently a little kid staring oh, at us from a flat seen opposite. Us. Oh, no. This is... Look away, look away. This is very bizarre. <laughs> okay, let's... Anyway, let, right. we're going to get right into right. it. We apologise for how <laughs> so bizarre this is going to be. So, basically, what do you want to talk about? What's the first thing that you've got on your list? Marsh pits. <laughs> marsh pits. Marsh pits. Marsh pits. Do you like marsh pits? <laughs> this is a really random. This is weird. Start. It depends. Like, obviously, Matt's never been to like a marsh pity gig. <laughs> Same. But would you agree that it depends on like who's in the pit? If that makes sense. Like, you've got to gauge like if they're fit. The audience. Yeah. The audience. Yeah. I think, to be fair, like, rock fans are generally quite good. Like, that, you look after each other and you look out for each other. And, like, you know, if someone does go down, you pick them up. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been to any... I've been to one dreadful gig at Underworld where I literally got trampled on. But I was, like, 14. So oh, wow. I was, like, a twiglet. But um, some some guy literally just picked me up and put me back on my feet. I actually, that was like probably the scariest moment of my life. Like not even exaggerating. I was literally on the floor and I just got a feeling of I actually can't breathe because people were like treading on me and stuff. And I was like, I can't get up. Like no matter what I did, I couldn't get up. And then all of a sudden someone just grabbed me and I was like back on my feet. And I turned around to say thanks and he'd like just gone. Probably gone off moshing somewhere. But yeah. yeah. Have you ever had any like terrible mosh? Moshing experience. I've had time. No, not technically. I've I've had time when people have like stage dive and like hit you in the face and shit. Yeah, I'm not a fan of stage diving. To be fair, yeah. my friend Georgia, when we saw While She Sleeps a few years ago, we were on the train on the way back, and she was like, "Oh, my eyes hurting!" Like literally, like bloodshot eye. Like she got kicked in the Ooh. eye by like a guy that was crowd surfing. Ouch! Fully like messed up her eye like Think really badly. This one out. <laughs> um, have you ever crowd surfed? I've never crowd surfed, no. Me neither. I'm too scared to. My mate, my mate's crowd surfed and he stage dived as well, which was quite sick. And I wanted to follow him, but I was too scared. I'm a bit pissy yeah. when it came to it, but... See, I think I get scared of, like, if I, like, crowd surfed or whatever, of, like, people grabbing me, like, especially, like, being a girl. I just... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and it's like, I feel like, especially, you've got, like, your phone and your keys and stuff in your pocket. Yeah. I'm losing my phone over just some fucking shitty crowd surf. What do you reckon, Matt? Are you going to crowd surf when we go architects? Don't know. I'd be well scared. <laughs> I'd love to try it one day, but I just think... Oh. That's what I think. You've got to gauge the audience, like, 100% when it comes to those things. Like, <laughs> people, are, people are all respectful and, like, really nice. Yeah. I feel like in between bands, you talk to people around you anyway. Yeah. Sometimes. It would be quite quality to experience your first time. Yeah. I mean, mosh pits can get quite... Yeah. I'd rather just watch the band, that's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong, I like jumping around and like pratting about, but I don't want to actually get beaten up over nothing. Like, 
Yeah, exactly. You know, like when they do circle pits and then they just get bigger and bigger and bigger and you're like getting bashed into because you're right on the edge of it and you're like, no, oh, I just try to watch the bird. Is that just me? No, 100%, yeah. Are you the one running around? Like, I don't know. No, I did it. I did the eye up over owl, but that was kind of because everyone was literally like, the whole crowd was moshing. Yeah. Which was like you couldn't avoid it. And it was because you were in that mood. I feel like some bands get you so like into that mood. So yeah. hyped up. But I yeah. feel like a band like Architects and being my favourite band, I want to actually watch them. Yeah, exactly. But do you remember like like a few years ago, like moshing got a really bad name. You used to go to gigs and there'd be signs up saying no moshing. Yeah, no, like, no moshing, no crowd surfing. Like, yeah. yeah. Everyone just ignores They it. had that at um, the Underworld. They were like no like, crowd surfing or no stage yeah. or anything. It's like... Everyone does it anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. One day I will make it my mission to crowd surf, but mm, nah. So yeah, that was a random, random one. <laughs> um, I don't think I've got any any terrible stories or any. It's weird, like some bands, like everyone crowd surfs for, and then others they're like nothing. Yeah, because like the front men, like um, like tell people it. to yeah encourage it. That's the word. I was it must be it. good for the band because they must see people doing it and like. It must feel cool. Like, so you yeah. both have experienced it. Not done it yourself. You've experienced it. <laughs> yeah, oh. pretty much. <laughs> well, first time I saw, yeah, was it the first? first yeah, first time I ever saw Parkway Drive, I had to sit down for the whole gig. Really? Because there was too many crowd servers. So literally, if I stood up, I just kept on getting hit in the head. Yeah. See, that's when it's not fun anymore. Yeah, like, it just gets annoying. Yeah, especially when you're like, at a small venue and you like can't escape it. At least if you're at like a festival and you're in a field, there's like you can just wander off. Just sit in the grass or yeah. the mud. Yeah. Get dirty. So yeah. Me. <laughs> anyway, so that was a random one. Um. Oh yeah, how do you like? How do you keep up to date with like latest like music news and like bands and stuff? Yeah, literally, like, that's probably the main reason why I've still got, like, Facebook and stuff. Because it's just easier to follow it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, like, for tours and stuff, Facebook's the easiest. Um, and then, like, Instagram as well, maybe. Well, I feel like it, I think all Instagram's them, really. got so much more popular nowadays. Like, I find out so much stuff via Instagram just because of doom scrolling. You I just... find more of it Instagram than Facebook. Yeah. Things. Because no one goes on Facebook no. anymore, do they? Yeah. Who actually uses it? <laughs> All of us. Nans. <laughs> Nans. <laughs> old people. Sorry, old people. It's only because like, it's linked to my Instagram to link to Facebook. Yeah. So I don't even put on that. Like. just goes automatically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... I think it's, like, amazing, really, how social media has, like, completely changed how we, like... Got, you know how we find out about things and how we use it like remember back in the day like i used to get kerrang magazine every wednesday and then even when i couldn't afford it i used to go and look at the gig listings on the very back page yeah, and stuff like that like kerrang was how i found out about like all new out they used to like review albums and things like that and like and you know the coach tour companies yeah and it had like Oh, like, uh, for example, like, oh, the ticket to see, like, a gig at the O2, and it'll be, like, the ticket and the coach. Yeah. That's how, like, I, that's how I first, like, went to gigs. That was the first gig, was Linkin Park, for, like, a coach tour. Yeah. But even, like, the articles, I used to love reading articles about, like, my favourite bands and stuff, like, interviews and stuff. And, like, obviously, nowadays, I still use Kerrang, but I, like, like, I've got their email alert, like, 
newsletter sent to me and stuff. But now you just like read it all online. Mm. You know, you don't. I mean, I did buy Kerrang magazine once last year just because it had been so long since I bought it, and I was like, I want to see what it's like. Hasn't really changed, must no, say. No. I was but, like that today when I went into Smiths. Yeah. And I was like. I just saw the magazines and things. It's like one of them shops you think I don't use anymore. No, exactly. And I saw magazines and I was like, that I bought over the years. And I was like, this is how you used to find out information. What magazines did you used to buy? <laughs> Do I not? I don't think Was it Airliners of the World? Yeah. I've bought that in the past. No, right. it's just random ones. And you just think, this is like how it used to be. Yeah. And it's sort of like, I don't know, it's sort of taking the excitement out of things with like social media, I find. Like, call me old-fashioned. No, I know what you mean, because like social media is so like instant. Yeah. Yeah, literally, you yeah. You know it's there as soon as you wake up. Yeah, and like even now, like bands will release like clips of songs or they'll tease artwork or they'll, you know, photo shoots and stuff. That's all like on social media instant. There's none of this big reveal in Kerrang! magazine about like... Yeah. The album's just come out and we've given it 4Ks and now we're all going to go to Woolworths and buy it. I am really showing my age, but... Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. It's... I sort of missed that. Yeah. I follow quite a lot of, like, music um, things on Instagram, I think. It's probably my main... Like, I follow that alt, alt press magazine. Oh, okay, yeah. Rock Sound and Kerrang. I started reading Rock Sound on my, like, Kindle... I um, bought the new rock song because it's got nothing nowhere on the cover. Of it? course. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I haven't read it for ages. But it's actually like a well decent magazine. Like it's quite in depth with their interviews and stuff. Yeah, no, like the last one I bought was really good. Yeah. And they do like exclusive, like exclusive stuff, don't they? Like, yeah, exclusive exactly. merch, like and t-shirt stuff. packs and stuff. Yes, which is really cool. Yeah. It's like you're getting. I feel like. Do you feel like like especially with like magazines like Metal Hammer? You, you get so much other stuff rolling in the magazine. Do you remember you get you used to get like CDs with it? Yeah, yeah. Like they compilation used to CDs, CDs and stuff, yeah. Stickers, and that's how posters. you found out about bands and stuff, yeah. Yeah. What um what posters did you have on your wall when you were younger? Oh my god. Were they all out of Corona magazine like mine? Uh yeah, and like Metal Hammer and stuff. I had like a massive Iron Maiden like Eddie one <laughs> with like the tour dates for their 2011 tour, which was like the first time I saw them. Yeah. I had like loads of Iron Maiden ones. I had like Billy's My Valentine ones. Uh, I had like a Blink 182 one from like when I first saw them. What was that, man? <laughs> Jump. <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the TV? Oh. I don't, yeah, I had loads and it just like varied. I feel like now my room's just more like framed stuff. Yeah. Just looks smarter, really. I used to have like MCR posters, Paramore. Yeah. All out of Kerrang. Matt, did you have any music-related crushes on your wall? Wall? What are you trying to say? Why did I just automatically assume that it was going to be... Yeah, no, I I still, like, I still follow Kerrang and everything, like, because there's not many, like, dedicated sort of... Like, Kerrang does everything, you know? Literally, radio, TV channel, magazine. Like, what would we actually do without it? And that's how you used to find out about bands as well, was through, like, MTV and... Um, yeah, MTV like Rocks. Is that station still going? Oh Scars, God, what happened to Scars? Scars way I remember in yeah. yeah. But that's how you found out, like, new music videos and all the, like, premieres and stuff. And now it's just, like, you watch everything on YouTube. 
Yeah, well, that's what that's what I was gonna talk about really because I've only recently, in the last year or so, got into YouTube because I'm clearly old. But um, I know you use it quite a lot to like. Now you can basically watch whole concerts on YouTube. You know. Oh yeah, I do that often. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. There's so much more variety. That's probably why like. Um music channels are dying down because everything's just on YouTube and you can obviously choose what music videos you want to watch. Yeah, like instead literally of sitting on there for like, Yeah, instead of sitting there for like hours just watching bands that you don't like, yeah. just waiting for that like one song that you like and you're yeah. like, yeah, that's a sick song and then the next three hours are just like shit music. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. But I find now like Spotify's like that now. Do you follow many like playlists on Spotify? Like I follow quite a lot, and then they'll they'll change them like every couple of weeks and stuff, and that's how I find out about new music as well. No, I have no Spotify playlists. Oh, you need to see mine. Like, so personally, I create a playlist once a month. Like start of the month, I just put in the songs that I'm like mad about. Yeah. But also, I follow so many different playlists like Rock Rising and Kerrang, and then. The rock list and then rock sound chart and then like I'll just randomly listen to them and then occasionally you'll find a song that you really love and then I'll go and like have a look at that artist and then sometimes I'll just that's how I think I found Nothing Nowhere as well like it was a Point North cover I think I was looking back that? on pictures of your um Spotify like last year Spotify like, Wrapped yeah your rap thing and it had the Point North Hammer cover yeah but it's that's the thing it's such a good cover as well and like even Point North have come out and said like they've got so much coverage for doing that cover but they're like it's nothing nowhere that deserves the follow they're like go and listen to the original because they're like oh we're pleased to be able to like you know get him some more fans almost because like he actually deserves it but they're quite clear about that and the fact that it's not their song and they just really respect him and they love that song that's why they covered it so i watched um a documentary not documentary but it's a great an interview cover. or um that came out a few days ago of nothing nowhere with rock sound and he said that that song blew him up so much that he had to take some time away because of the fame yeah. And so he took two years away. Yeah. And that's when he was writing and doing like Trauma Factory's new album. And then now he's came back, um, Fake Friends blown up. Yeah. And now he's. That's he's, been in, again, that's been in all the playlists exactly, lately. Yeah. And, and it's, it's on the radio in America and everything, like yeah. in shops. And you know, Elton Joe played it on his, um, like his show. Oh, okay. Everything. So he's like, Elton John recognised him, which is like crazy. Yeah. He went from like nothing to like really quick, like a bit too quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like that just happens really when, it, when yeah. it comes to things. And because of social media. But that's the thing, social media is amazing it. really yeah. because you can like just blow up. Like, and I think, really... I think it's sick with like Spotify and YouTube. Like if I hear a sick song or like whatever, like obviously the other day when um, I was just like, oh screw it, I'm just going to like check out Neck Deep and the, the way I had literally all of their music within, like, five seconds. Exactly. And back in the day, obviously, you would have to go to H&B or, like, whatever. Yeah. And buy this CD. And, and then you listen the to their one album over and over again. And then the next Saturday, you go and you're like, maybe I'll buy their previous album. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, compare all the prices and see... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe H&B still going. Yeah. But, again, I remember, like, being a teenager and, like, going to HMV 
going to the metal section and just looking through all the CDs and being like, oh, I haven't got that Blink-182 album. Not, okay, that's not metal, but, you know, <laughs> just an example. You know, but you used to go to that section that you liked, didn't you? And then just be like, is there anything new? Is there anything like... Whereas now, like, everything's just on demand. It's, it's amazing, really. Yeah. Do you, would you say you prefer digital over physical stuff like copies so up until a few years ago i was really adamant because i like having the cd with the artwork and like being able to like have the physical copy because i used to have like an i've had a couple of ipods in the past and then itunes would crash you'd lose all your music all the stuff i've downloaded all the stuff i've illegally downloaded don't do that anymore just putting it out there but you know back in the days of limewire you'd lose all your music LimeWire. your computer would sod it all up and then, so I used to just like buying the CD because then I could never lose it. But now, like with Spotify, you don't need to, like, you don't even need to download it to your phone. I just use it through the internet most of the time. Like, it's all there. Now, I couldn't be about Spotify. Like, I think I got the free, free month trial and I was like, ah, probably won't keep it. I, like, could not live without it now. That £10 a month is the best £10 I spend. So ten pounds one physical copy of an album. Yeah. And you'll and you've literally got the access of like everything. Off everything. I couldn't live without it now. Yeah. I've stopped buying physical CDs now. One because I don't have the room. Like I've moved house a lot of times in the last few years, and I've got boxes and boxes and boxes of CDs, and I've tried to thin them out and get rid of ones that I, you know, that aren't my favourite bands and stuff. But even so, I've got so many, like. Yeah, so I'm trying to cut down on that, but I suppose it helps now as well that, like, I've got a slightly better car and I can actually use an aux cable. And, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need, like, CDs, but, yeah. I know you've, like, got quite big on, like, collecting vinyls and stuff now. Yeah, I've got, like, yeah, I've got a lot. It's, yeah, I haven't got room for them in my room anymore. I need to get more storage. But I like collecting them in the way that they're, like, limited. And as you said, like, the artwork and stuff. And it's yeah. just, like, a different experience. Like, yeah. especially, like, when you're listening to an album, like, on Spotify, you, you're kind of just listening to the music when, if that makes sense. But when you're, like, got the record in front of you, you can, like, open it up and, like, look at the artwork and, like, read the lyrics and, like... You can sit there, have the music on, and just read through the lyrics. Yeah. And actually understand the songs more. Yeah. Like, I had, I think I had that conversation with Martin. Like, especially when it comes to, like, metal music, some musicians, you literally have no clue what they're saying. Yeah. So I have to bang out the lyrics, and I'm like, okay, I can actually, like, That's what Lyric Genius is for. Yeah. How did you, like, first discover vinyls? Yeah. It was, uh, it was my birthday. It was on my birthday in 2016. I don't know why. I don't even know why I wanted a record player. I was like, oh, I just thought they were cool. Yeah. I think it's more like the fact that just... It's not big, like bigger. Like. No, it's, it's like the bigger artwork. Yeah. So I bought a record player for, yeah, my birthday. And then I got three vinyls, which was the first two Ben Howard albums. And then the latest Architects album at the time, which was All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, just since then, I just kept on buying vinyls. Some vinyls I haven't even played. But do you find they sound better? Because I've 
I haven't used a record player since, I mean, I was a kid, my mum used to put records on. And like, I remember like the needle, like you can put it anywhere on the record to like, like, how does that work? How do you know where the start of the record is? Because it'd be like the edge of the vinyl. Yeah, but what if you put it on the edge and it's like in the middle of the song because you've put it in the middle of the edge? <laughs> does that make sense? No, no. It's right. a lot of start point. That's no. a good point, actually. How do you know? I don't understand. I don't understand how records work. No, it'd be like the edge of See, the vinyl. See, I'm not that old. So you, you'll just put it down. You put the needle down. Yeah. And then it'll just spin. It might spin for a little while. You just won't get any Oh, sound. so it'll spin like blank, 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 and then it gets to the start. Yeah. And then it'll start. Yeah. But what if you put the needle down and it's like halfway through the song? Well, then it's halfway through the song, isn't it? But that's weird. I don't get oh. it. Sometimes I've had that when I put the needle down and I'm like, okay, I just missed like 10 seconds of the song. Oh, uh, see, like, that's oh, what I don't get. I never yeah. would have thought of that. I would. Even I'm weird. A CD, I know it's completely different. Yeah. It just plays from the just start. Plays. Doesn't so it? I would never thought of that. But that's what. Yeah. Like, Whoa. so when you play the record, does the needle go more in? Yeah. Whoa. It goes into the centre and then it all like. The centre has like a cut off point. I need to like see. And then that's when you've got to like flip the vinyl to the other side. Oh, you have to flip them as well. I yeah, to like set. Me and Matt's minds are actually like a bit blown right now. You're looking at us like, what is wrong with that's you? That's interesting but... that you didn't like. You actually didn't know about that. And they've got different. I didn't because there's different speeds as well for the different size of the vinyls. Because my mum used to use records, but I'm saying like I was like literally a child, so my mum would always put the record on. I don't remember ever putting one in the machine. I remember machine? my dad having record. one, like in the nineties. Yeah, that's when I'm talking. This is yeah. mid nineties, like. Literally. The thing that's really shit is when they skip. Yeah. Like that really bothers me. Do they get scratched easy as well? Because. You do have to. You do have to be careful. CDs scratch easy, but then that's probably because they're normally kicking around the footwell of my car. <laughs> Can you still buy CDs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought these days it was about download. Exactly. Well, we literally had the Artex CD round here the other day. Oh, yeah, we did. Well, that's a good point. I don't like the fact CDs come in paper packets now, though, because I always just ruin them. Yeah. At least when they were in plastic, they were plastic. I know it's annoying when they snap and then the case snaps in half. That used to piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, now they're in cardboard sleeves and I just feel like I'm going to, like, get it soggy. <laughs> like, drop it. <laughs> they're literally just a piece of paper and you think, I've paid £10 for this bit of paper. Yeah, with I know a CD in the yeah, middle. It looks, like, it looks cheap. It does. So I can see the appeal <laughs> with vinyls now because you, you get, like, a, a full artwork it's bigger it's it's more of a thing you get like sometimes you get like posters of it obviously it's like different colours like the collectors do you remember like... with CDs when you used to get a poster and then you'd unfold it and what? it had been folded up like six times and it was like all proper square like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this my gosh back this, this podcast has taken a turn of nostalgia we've talked about you know the rise and fall of Kerrang magazine we still love it like I hope Kerrang never like go out of print I feel like I'm going to start buying it again soon because, like, I just want it to keep going because they've done so much for, like, rock music. I couldn't believe when they got rid of the bloody Argus catalogue. Argus <laughs> catalogue. We are literally in 90s territory here. Argus catalogues and vinyl players. That's the thing, though. But as you were saying earlier, that like, you can literally read the Rock Sound magazine on your tablet. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to go to the shop to buy it. I don't even know if that... I don't even think they print it anymore, Rock Sound. They do. Do they? Yeah. What's the one they don't print anymore? 
Don't know. I'm sure there's one they don't print. Metal Hammer. No, Metal Hammer. Is that still going? Yeah. Whoa. But this is the thing, like Matt said, you go in WH Smith and you realise... Who is buying these magazines? You realise it's still going on, yeah. But it's like... You do wonder. Someone must be. Everything's online, even like interviews and everything, like on YouTube. And it's just like, why would you want to have a magazine? Yeah. Like, to read it through. It's more... I feel like magazines, for like, more... I buy them more for, like, collecting, if it's got my, like, favourite musicians yeah. in it. But do you not find, like, Kindles, like, books, that's just not cotton dog? Like, yeah, people have them. Yeah. Again, oh. I I read quite a lot, and I've got both. Like, my favourite books, I want a physical copy of yeah, that book, because I, I will read it again and again, and enjoy it, and, like... And I like the whole, like... There's nothing like having a book and then, like, no. just looking at it and thinking, oh, I've read this much to... Like, on a Kindle, it's just a bit, like, meh, you can't really... It's like when travel agents, like, I remember the one in Milton Keynes, when, yeah. like, brochureless, and it was all, like, on tablets and that. And I walked in and I thought, I'm not even going to book up about here. Really? Because, no. Because you used to get the brochure, flick through, get yeah. inspiration. It's exciting. And now we just, like, do that on Google. Yeah. It's where, chaos in here tonight. Where else have you got on the <laughs> on the thing? On the list, on I the don't list. actually know, um, because I've lost the list. What did I say? Chaos. <laughs> oh, what's the best festival in the UK? Slam Dunk. Slam Dunk. Oh, I cannot sing Slam Dunk praises enough. Do you know what? I actually wish it was a two day. F- I know it's a two day festival. For those of you that don't know. Day one is in Leeds and day two is Hatfield, which is like near us. But I want to be able to go for like the whole weekend. I can't be. What is actually happening? <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. Oh my god. Matt just had a drink and then he started laughing. <laughs> so he was trying to like squirt out his drink. Oh. I just trembled. <laughs> I've completely lost my train of thought. No, I, I'm I wish not, I saw that. Though. But that's that, that's why I like Slamdong is because it's a single day festival. You don't have to worry about the camping and. There's pros and cons. Yeah. Like, I just feel like maybe it's because we haven't been to gigs and stuff for so long. But like, I'm itching to go. There's so many good bands on that Slamdong lineup. The more I look at it, the more I like the look of it. If that makes sense. Yeah. At first I was a bit like. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to see everyone, especially now I've skated fate on there, but yeah, Mayday Parade. Um, I'm even going to go and see Don Boko now, like, you're going to actually shoot me for this, but it's going to be so much fun. No, I'm going to be watching while she sleeps, I'm not going to be with you. What? (laughs) Yeah, but Don Boko are like second headliner. They won't be on at the same time as While She Sleeps. While She Sleeps are headlining like one of the stages. Oh, are they actually? Oh, okay, we might go see them. There's me gonna like go and see Don Broco, take my t shirt off, swing it around my head, as they say. <laughs> that is actually a song, by the way. Oh man. Yeah, but like, I just feel there's so much going on at that festival. I don't wanna miss it, but you always have to miss something with the clashes. That's the only thing about festivals, and we've, had, we've mentioned that before. That's, yeah. the sh- that's the shitty thing, is yeah. that clashes like always happen. It's just gutting, like. I'd love to do a two-day slam dunk, but, you know, driving... You'd have to go to Leeds for day one and then drive home, which would be, like, four hours. 
Yeah. And then drive to Hatfield, which is a good hour the next day. Like, I just... It wouldn't happen, would it? Like, you'd be... You'd be, like, knackered. Yeah. I'm kind of... Best festival in the UK. So I've only been to that one and Download, so... Download's completely different to Slam Dunk. Like, obviously, it's more metal. 100% different. Obviously, it's, like... Probably ten times the size as well. There's so many people. Yeah, like ninety thousand people there. Yeah. I feel like I'll be able to like do a festival podcast in the summer because I'm now going to three festivals this summer, which is crazy. Yeah. So I'll be able to like report back on all of them and tell you which one's the best. But that's the thing. I feel like going forward when gigs are back, yeah, we'll be able to it. obviously just talk about concerts and just our experience at gigs. And obviously, like, some funny stuff happens at concerts, like, some yeah. random stuff. I remember the first time I saw Blink-182, I was sitting at the O2, and a guy had, like, shit you not, like, six beers, somehow holding them, and he was walking up the stairs and stacked it, and they went no. everywhere. And my aunt and I were just pissing ourselves. <gasps> this beer was everywhere, and he was oh, so annoyed. Oh like, just the funny stuff you see at concerts absolutely cracked me up. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I've got so many memories from, like, gigs and stuff. I remember, like, seeing Bowling for Soup at... It might have been Brixton, actually. And I went with, like, my whole family. So it was, like, my mum, my partner at the time, my two brothers and me. And I actually had to go to the toilet halfway through the gig. I was so annoyed. And then I came out of the toilet and I was like, well, now I'm here, I might as well, like, get drinks. So I just got, like, five pints... And there's me trying to get through the crowd at Brixton. They were right at the, like, not at the front, but, like, right in the middle, basically. And I'm literally going, excuse me, excuse me. Like, people are letting me through with all these pints. And I'm, like, literally clutching them to my chest. And then, like, I get down the front and I'm like, where are they? And I look behind me. I've gone too far forward. Oh, I hate that. I've gone even more forward than I needed to. And then, luckily, my brother is so tall, I could literally see his head about two foot above everyone else. And I literally went, Simon! And started passing beers over people's heads, like, back to my brother. I I mean, the pints were more like half pints by the time I got back, but I was so <laughs> proud of you. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I just miss it so much. Oh, I don't think we have, like, massive... Like, massive? I can't even talk tonight. Sorry. I don't think we have masses to talk about no. this week. So maybe we'll just, like, finish up by talking about what we're going to do this week, music-wise or otherwise. There's nothing... That, well, on Thursday, Ben Howard's doing an actual live stream concert, Thursday evening. Oh, okay. And so I take it you're going to see that then. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was a tenor for, like, the ticket. That's all right, then. Um, and he's performing a new album... Like live for the first time. Yeah. So that's me quite cool watching that. So I'm gonna watch that. So next week Definitely. we'll be able to like talk about that. And obviously next week we'll saying there's three albums out. We've got the new Escape the Fate album. Yeah. The new While She Sleeps and the new Holding in Absence album. Holding Absence. I'm sure there's something else as well. But I can't think of it right now. Yeah. I think it's just a dry month when it comes to music. I need to get a copy sounds. of Kerrang magazine and see what's coming out. Um Matt, you've got new headphones. I got the AirPods. Nice. So good. How are you finding them? I got them today, but yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That wasn't <laughs> through the headphones, by the way. That was, <laughs> that was just the TV. Yeah, I actually feel like they're really good. Do you think it's going to like change your music experience, being able to I, listen through? When I was like walking to the hospital earlier, it was like really strange. It's like, it felt like the music was there, like you in a concert, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
I like it when you're listening and then like you know where they do it through one headphone like the left and the right then the left and the right and stuff like that that's really cool because that's something that you'll never you know if you're playing the song out loud you don't realise it's really strange though when you take one out the other one stops working Oh, really? It pauses the music. Yeah. I was what? Like, what? Now, that's cool, because if you go in a shop or something... Yeah. You know... Yeah. It you can just, music. like, pull... Pull one out. <laughs> <laughs> pull one out. You can, take, you can take an earphone out and then just, like, carry on. Oh, I nearly dropped it down the toilet. <laughs> 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 you nearly dropped it down the toilet. I literally, like, fell on the floor and shit myself. Oh, AirPods really easy to connect. Are they Bluetooth? Yeah. yeah. I could just I just sound so old because I don't even know how to use things like this. I literally check them out the box and it's like turn Bluetooth on and then open box and like the little case thing. Oh, so it works straight away when you get them out the box. And I was like, whoa, that's like really weird. That's cool. And what was the first song you listened to for your AirPods? Of course, JP Cooper. JP Cooper. Sing it with me. And then followed by Birdie Wings. <laughs> and this is going to sound really sad, like, on the new phone, I've set one as my ringtone and one as my, like, alarm tone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, though, but that's what we were talking about yeah, the other so week, about, like... Get like, in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, now I hear J.P. Cooper in the morning, I'm like, yeah, let's get up. <laughs> let's <laughs> you, go. J.P. Cooper gets you up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just getting worse and worse. We're going to leave oh, it... Oh, my days. We're going to leave it on that. On the short one today. Yeah, um, I think that's probably best. If you think this is a bit too short, and just go back and listen to our other podcasts because they're probably a lot better and yeah, don't listen longer. to this one again. Um, we're all about com- the start. <laughs> for a pain out. I'm really sorry that we've all had way too much caffeine tonight. Um, we're gonna go and eat ice cream now. Um, yeah, definitely. But if anyone's got any like. Please, we need suggestions. suggestions. I I beg, please message us. And then you won't have to listen to us talk about, I don't know, Nothing Nowhere and Kerrang! Magazine again. Like, yeah. Yeah. If I mention Nothing Nowhere again, literally, just someone... But go listen. Go listen to it. Go listen. Yeah, like, what are you doing? What's, um... Oh, my God. Ending on that. Go on, end it. Listen to... If anyone hasn't already, listen to the band, a colleague and a friend at work. Recommended AGR. Never heard of them. To they be are fair. incredible. They've got a couple of songs. I've AGR. To. What is yeah, it? Does band. it stand for anything? Um, a gay rabbit. Well, I've not like done research to me yet. Yeah. But they've got a few amazing songs, and two of them. One's okay. It grows on you. Humpty Dumpty. No, that's not what it's called. <laughs> is that what it's called? We'll play it after and then you can like review it in the next one. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's and do it. the other one, a banger, Humpty is Dumpty. the world's smallest violin, I believe the song's called. And that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it in the morning, like, because my friend like recommended it. And it was like really like upbeat and I was like, you know when like a song sort of takes you yeah. by surprise? Is it one of them songs where you listen to it and you loved it straight away? Yeah. Yeah. And he took me by surprise. Like, oh, I'll listen to this. And I was like, yeah, like, I'll give that a go. Yeah. And then I listened to it like, first thing in the morning. I was like, you sort of speechless, like, whoa, like, nah, this is not right. Yeah. Because sometimes it takes me so long to get into a track. I'm yeah. Into yeah. It. And I was just like, I could listen to this time and time again. Yeah. So that's your suggestion yeah. of what to AGR. listen to this week. AGR. Okay. We'll go and do that now. <laughs> yeah, I was in the, I'll just remember, I was in the hub. Um, at the hostel last week and 
by one of my colleagues mentioned error. I think they're called error. E R R A. And was like, oh, like she was saying that her boyfriend just listens to the latest album constantly. So on the drive home, I checked them out, and yeah, they're like next level, super technical metal. I was like a bit blown away. I was like, whoa. So <laughs> yeah, definitely good. check them out. They're like. They're from America. I think their latest album's like their fourth or fifth album. Okay. So it been going for quite a while, but yeah, that album's like actually crazy. And there's me. The last two days, I've just been listening to like Catfish and the Bottle Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's iconic. Which for me, can I just say, is branching out because, you know, it's just like, what, indie kind of. But yeah. So there we go. There's three artists to listen to. Peace out. Lovely stuff. We'll <laughs> see you guys next week. Have a good week. Have a good week. Yay. Goodbye.